It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or perhaps good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Hey, it could be good morning, I suspect, in certain places. That's the that's the miracle of the planet and the time zones and the way it revolves around the sun and rotates all at the same time. Hello, I'm Rick Lupert. Welcome to Poetry Super Highway Live. It's the August 2018 edition of our worldwide open reading, and you, yes, you with ears, you are invited to call in and read your poetry. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. As always, we have no content or style restrictions. We have a full hour of open reading. Call in and read something. Could be your newest poem, could be your oldest poem. It could be a poem that's somewhere between those two extremes. Uh, Call it in. Read it, something from a book you've written, uh, brand new something that no one's heard yet. Um, whatever it is, we'd like to hear about it, and we'd like to know what's going on in your poetry world. Let us know about uh, your newest book, your website, your uh, local reading series in the town that you're calling in from. We love the fact that people from all over the world call into the show, and uh, we want to hear what's going on in your poetry community. In case we ever show up to your town, we can we can know where to go and what to do. So call in, area code 646 646- 716-7362. Before we get to our first callers, I would like to uh, tell you about some stuff that's going on with Poetry Superhighway. Uh, you might be aware that we are actually in the middle of our summer poetry contest, our 2018 poetry contest. We have uh, a little bit more than a month to go. The deadline to submit your work is September 22nd. I guess that's a uh, a month and, and 10 days for you to, to get your work in. And we already have about 350 poems in. And when I say in, we actually have more poems in, but those are the ones uh, who've, who've already uh, not only submitted their work and filled out the entry form, but uh, who've, who've paid the entry fee. Uh, there's a whole slew of additional poems um, in where we, we don't quite have the payment yet. That's how it works. Uh, you, you fill out the form online if you want to enter. And uh, then you send us your poems, and then you pay the entry fee. And as soon as we receive your entry fee, then we immediately pass on your poems to the three contest judges who are uh, diligently and dutifully reading all the poems as they come in and sending back scores. Um, They receive the poems, by the way, with your names removed. So um, it's uh, blindly judged in that sense. They have no idea who's whose poems they're getting. They don't know if they're getting a batch of poems uh, all from the same person or if that day's batch of poems that they're getting includes work from several people. Um, They read each poem. They send back scores from zero to five. All three judges' uh, scores are uh, tallied at the end of the contest, so the the potential scores between zero and 15 points uh, for each poem. And the poems that rise to the top win the contest. 
Uh, we typically have a, a, a short uh, tie-breaking round at the end of that, um, which uh, because usually a, a couple of poems tie for one of the top three scoring spots, and in those cases, what happens is we have we have a second, uh, a very short tie-breaking round where the judges will receive the tied-scored poems and uh, score them between zero and ten points, and at the end we we have a winner, um, and a second place winner and a third place winner. The first place winner will take. Uh, 50% of the, all the entry fees taken in. So it's a dollar per poem to enter. Um, all of that money goes directly back to our winners. There's no uh, expenses taken out. Um, I'm not buying lunch on the entry fees, um, et cetera. So, uh, which is why if you pay via PayPal, there's a couple ways to pay. And I, we specify this in the guidelines, but sometimes folks miss it. So I just want to point this out verbally, if I may. Um, there's an option when you go to PayPal, if you're paying your, your payment via PayPal, to send uh, to choose the send to friends and family option. If you do that, um, PayPal doesn't charge any fees to us. Um, if you don't do that, they take out a transaction fee and a small percentage of the of the winning of the uh, entry fee. So um, that doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, but say you only enter one poem for a dollar, and then they end up taking um, almost half of that out for fees because you didn't do the um, send to friends and family option. And then if you consider that at the end of the contest, we're probably going to have somewhere uh, uh, between 800 to 1,000 entries, um, if, if, and most people paying via PayPal. Um, if most people do that, then, then a lot of money ends up getting taken out, and that money comes out of uh, our pockets over here. So um, really important and very helpful to us um, if you would please make sure that you uh, look for the send to friends and family option if you're making your payment uh, via PayPal. Um, you can also pay by check, um, and you'll send a check in the mail uh, addressed to me, to Rick Lupert. Make sure you don't address it to Poetry Superhighway because there is no Poetry Superhighway bank account. This goes into my personal account, and then um, – and then when it's time to pay the winners, um, I, I write checks right out of that account. So there you go. And again, so 100% of the entry fees go back to the three winners. But – and here's the most awesome part about our contest. Um, every single year of the contest – and this is the 21st year we've been of, of the contest – we've been able to give – a prize to every single person who's entered just for entering. So even if you don't win the contest, you're going to win something just for entering. And so when you go to the contest page at poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, click on the contest banner or the contest under the special under the contest menu, you'll see the very, very long list of prizes. And there are all kinds of books and magazines and lit journals and services and things which are of specific interest to poets and writers. So if you enter the contest and you don't win, you're still going to win something just for entering. So um, that's that's one of the cool things that we do um, here. I think it's cool. Um, I know that um, that uh, you know I've entered contests and um, and often don't even get a notice that I didn't win. I just see the winner's announcement and notice I'm not on it. So um, in this case, just for entering, um, I know how thrilled I'd be to get some kind of acknowledgement or consolation, and that's what's going to happen. So there you go. Um, enter the contest. If you have any questions about it and you're, you want to call and ask them, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. Um, and here's a, one other thing I'll tell you about it before we get to our first caller. And thanks for waiting patiently on the line, callers. Um, 
the three judges, Lisette, Alonzo, Matilda Burke, and uh, Trish Lindsay Jaggers, all of whom live in different parts of the United States, none of whom know each other, all of whom are diligent reading, diligently reading your poems, they all were on the phone last month um, in a special edition of Poetry Superhighway Live, and they spoke at length about uh, what um, – you know what their interests are in poetry. They read a couple of poems, um, one by themselves, one by someone else, and they spoke specifically about what they're looking for when they read your poems in in relation to the poems that they've already read and and gave advice to uh, to folks who are considering entering. So if you um, go to the PSH Live page on our website um, um, or on the Blog Talk Radio page, um, or if you just don't want to look for the link, send me a message and I'll send it to you. You can listen to that hour show and it's a really valuable show for those of you considering entering the contest. And honestly, uh, a valuable show just if you write poetry at all, just to get some insights on what, what people are looking for uh, when, they're, when they're reading your poetry. So that's it. That's everything about the contest I have to tell you. Um, the number to call in if you'd like to call in and read a poem is area code 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 845 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Anne. Hi, Anne. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Poughkeepsie, New York, which is upstate New York. It's two hours away from New York City. It often gets mentioned on shows like Law and Order and stuff like that. I don't know why. Well, because you've got such a fabulous town name. You know, Poughkeepsie. That's who wouldn't want to put that in their show. <laughs> how far away um, is that? Just uh, for my own personal edification, how, how far away is that from from Syracuse? From Syracuse, I think um, probably two and a half, three hours. Okay, still a bit of a distance. I used to live just outside of Syracuse. So I'm always interested in in uh, in in, in goings on and and the geography of the, of the great state of New York. Because I drove up there a while ago. I, I went to college at Geneseo, which is way up there. It's almost near. It's right near Buffalo and almost in almost in Canada. So. Oh wow! Yeah, and that that's was whole, six uh... hours away. So Syracuse was like half the way there. Gotcha. Well, cool. Um, Anne, uh, do you have a poem to read for us? Yes, I do. Um. This is one that I wrote quite recently, and it's the first thing I ever got in an actual print magazine, which was really cool. Cool. Um, I'm sorry? Cool. Okay, and it's called The Tortured Artist Shows Us How Not to Be Seen. Anchored against a back wall, he slouches, blending in, gathering all his light around him, holding it close longing for a cigarette or something to do with his hands while focusing his attention towards a stage he is not on. For tonight, anonymity is embraced, and he gets to watch, not be watched. This is living. That's lovely, Anne. Well done. Thank you. Um, tell me, um, in, in the Poughkeepsie area, uh, is, is there a poetry community or scene or readings that you, you know about or, and or attend? There's, um, I know there are groups all over. Um, there's one in Kingston, New York. There's one in Beacon. And at my library, my big library, the Adrian's Memorial Library, which is on Main Street in Poughkeepsie, every month 
they have a poetry group that meets and anyone can come in and share their 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 work. That's wonderful. It's usually, any the, third, it's usually the third or fourth Thursday of every month. And, and say the venue again? It's the Adrian's Memorial Library on Market Street and in Poughkeepsie, New York. It's like the main branch library in Poughkeepsie. Adrian's, got it. Um, yes. Cool. Well, um, that's lovely to hear about. And if people want to hear more poetry from, from you, do you have a website or any way for people to uh, get, get in touch with you? Um, well, I'm on Twitter at um, it's Walters underscore furry. And um, I'm on Facebook. Sometimes I'll post my stuff there. And I'm published for anyone who lives in upstate New York. There's a magazine called The Chronogram, which is a big arts and culture magazine, and that's the magazine that this poem that I read is in. And I've also been published online in a few places. Wonderful. I think I just posted a link to uh, Chronogram um, uh, and your Twitter feed in the uh, in the Facebook post for this reading in case people want to head to the Poetry Spryway Facebook group and um, and check out the things that you were talking about. Well, Anne, well, uh, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. For, oh, my pleasure. Um, thank you for calling in, and uh, please uh, please call in again and have a good rest of your day. Sure, you too. Thank you so much. All right, take it easy. That was uh, uh, Anne calling from Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, and, yes, uh, if you'd like to uh, interact uh, with with me and the show while we're, while we're live here, head over to the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group. And uh, the, the most recent posting is the one advertising or promoting, I should say, this reading. Um, and uh, feel free, if you're listening, to post in the comments, um, uh, you know, responses to what you're hearing, uh, other people's poems. And I'm also going to be posting, um, as I can, any links that people mention right in there so that way you can see them and click on them and, and have uh, – access to the stuff that uh, that people are talking about. All right, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Thank you so much, Ann, for calling in. Our next caller is from the uh, 805 area code. Hello. Hello. 805, you there? Well, I don't know if it's me, Martina Gallegos. Yes, Martina, hello. How are I'm you? Fine. Yes, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Remind me where you're calling from. I'm calling from Oxnard, California. Oxnard. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's good to hear your voice again. Yeah. Um, would you like to read yeah, a poem? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's called, Is It Over For Me? Most days I feel fine till I get out from under my blankets and reality hits like thunder and I see the world differently. And I'm scared to leave the comfort of my bed. But I know if I don't, I'll succumb to depression. So I get up and start doing chores. I tend to my dog and my yellow parakeet. I take the, I take one to the big cage outside and walk the other. And I hope I didn't leave the cage open again. I either eat breakfast or water plants next or simply weed the small garden. I love seeing new life in it. And I enjoy watching new guavas and eating tomatoes or cacti and other vegetables. I check for employment opportunities and I get distressed when I find none. 
and my body feels funny, weak, and my brain seems to cry. And I want to tell family this may be the last day on earth, but I hold back because if I tell them, it may come true. So I go to bed not knowing if I wake up again. So I tell myself, no, Martina, no, you're okay. You are okay, and I hope you have many, many, many more days uh, here on Earth before your last one. Um, and now you've made me starving for tomatoes and cactus. <laughs> Martina, thank you for sharing that poem. Is there anything uh, going on that you want to tell us about in your poetry world? Yeah, well, um, uh, let me see. So I will be a feature poet on um, Central Coast Poetry Show on, on August 18th. And, um, um, Santa what? Santa. Central Coast Poetry Show. Oh, Central Coast. Okay, Jim, gotcha. By Jim um, Russo. Ah. Jim Russo. And yeah. another poem was another poem was chosen to um, by um, I forget the thing. I think it's called Bangolin Bangolin Review. I forgot the name. So it'll be published um, September sixth. And I'm, I'm participating in another in a couple more um, poetry competitions. One is like um, uh, uh, non no, like what do you call it? Extra no, speculative fiction. But, yeah. Some uh, somos en escrito. And uh, there's something else that I am participating in. So I'm just waiting for that. And um, I have two new books. Um, on Amazon, one of them is called Home in the Bucket, and the other one is Ode to Mother Nature. So they're, they're both available on Amazon, Kindle, and Paperback. That's wonderful. Um, congratulations on on all that. I just uh, I just posted a link to um, to the uh, to the uh, Central Coast Poetry uh, series that you uh, that you mentioned. Um, and uh, and hopefully uh, you know people will will check that out and I and I think I'll I'll post a link to your uh, to you on uh, on Amazon in case anyone wants to check out your books um, and it, it's so great that you have so much uh, so much going on um, Martina thank you so yeah, much I for hope. calling in oh, sure thank you so much all right talk to you next time okay, that was Bye-bye. thank you that was uh, Martina Gallegos calling from Oxnard California. Um, you can check out the link to the uh, the Central Coast Poetry Shows on Facebook right now um, uh, uh, by uh, uh, heading over to the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group, and that's posted as a link right there um, as a comment to the post about this show, um, as well as a link to uh, Martina on Amazon if you want to check out her stuff there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, two callers down, hopefully a million more to go. We're going to try to get a million callers in before uh, – the end of the hour. We'll we'll have to read quick, but I think we can do it. Uh, the number to call in is uh, area code um, 646-716-7362. Uh, give us a call. Our next caller is from the 705 area code. Hello, 705. Rick, how are you doing today, sir? Well, I'm good. This uh, this is the uh, unescapable, uh, um, un-not-recognizable I forget the right word I'm looking uh, for, um, of, of Alex from Salt St. Marie, Canada. You're Canadian buddy, man. <laughs> You're Canadian buddy. Yeah. 
How, how are you? Funny, very good, uh, Rick, and how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I would never awesome. dare to say that you had a funny accent. I hear you. I hear but you can go ahead and say it, and we could just you know, silently agree if, if you'd prefer. Absolutely. So, uh, do you have a you got a poem for us? I got one. Um, I was down in Mexico with my family for a month, and my daughter and I, my wife, we visited Teotihuacan, which is a Mayan site north of Mexico City. And my daughter climbed the Temple of the Moon with me. So this one is called Temple of the Moon. We climbed the steps to the Temple of the Moon. You showed such bravery in your maiden ascent. Like a beginning, you were nervous. This was to be expected when immersing in a glow for the very first time. You had a purpose and seemed determined to come full circle. My little one was making strides to find her place in the world. This was your entry point. That initial foot in an upward direction was a fateful one which signaled a shift. As slight as it would be, but still charted, for by completing this cosmic circuit, you so attained a subconscious degree of comprehension that would filter through to your temporal cognition, an invisible effect, but one which silently finds you adapting to higher waves in a progression, slow yet intentional in its captivating aura. For there you were, a tiny sparkle, just starting to flicker, your light will only grow in its intensity. And poem. <clears throat> Fantastic, Alex. Um, uh, n- nice title too. It's uh, sweet to hear a poem about uh, you and your daughter. It was an amazing experience, Rick, and it really opened her up to coming of age because she's ten years old right now. So she's growing like a bad weed, and she's just starting to realize there's more to life than just uh, dolls and make, you know, and things like that. So. She's starting to see that outside the box, there's so much more out there. So it's good to see her coming of age. It really is. That's wonderful. I'm I'm kind of waiting for my son to get to that point, and he's a little older than your. Well, he he's about to turn ten actually, but uh, uh, but he's <clears throat> well, you know, he he'll come of age uh, in his own time, I guess. Absolutely, my friend. They all do when they're destined to, when they're meant to. The the knock on the door comes and they have to open that door and they have to let the light in and they have to embrace it and then they go from there. There you go. Um, so how's that? How's poetry up in Salt Saint Marie? Yeah, you know, Rick, the the one that's really still going is Bayless Library over in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, which I'm still very active and involved with. So we go over there once a month usually and we share time with them on a Tuesday or whatever from seven till nine and. Uh, it's a good go. That's great. Um, you know, I was just doing a search online to see if I could post a link to that, and the first link that came up is the Superior Poetry Cafe. Does that ring exactly. a bell? Exactly. That's part. Of, that's part of it. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a link to that. Oh, I see. It's right at the Bayless Library. I, that's the name of yes, the event. Uh, okay. Yes, sir. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's cool. I I um, I, uh, I know you you put in my name to try to get me brought hey, up Richard, there. If um, I ever win the lottery, I'm going to fund you all the way myself up here to get you <laughs> up here. 
That's cool. I I would be excited about that. I um. I would be excited that, about meeting you, actually. So that would be very cool. Well, let's let's make that it happen. Um, and if and if I'm ever kind of like in striking distance because of another uh, another commitment, I'll definitely let you know, uh, and we'll we'll see that what we can do. That sounds great, my friend. Cool. You're an well, awesome uh, friend, Rick, and I thank you for doing what you're doing because this is an this is a great forum for the expression of creativity. More creativity in the world brings more peace and and laughter and stuff like that, which we need more of. So. Yeah. Agreed. Fully agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right, Alex. Well, um, thank you so much for calling in. It's always good to hear your voice and and uh, say congratulations to your daughter for me for reaching this new phase in her life. Thanks, Rick. All right. Take it easy. That was uh, Alex from uh, Salt St. Marie, Canada, uh, just across the uh, border from Salt St. Marie, Michigan. Uh, apparently, there's no poetry in Salt St. Marie, Canada, but if you do cross the border, there's a whole world of it at the Bayless Library where you can uh, you can check out uh, what's going on over there. I, I find it amazing, actually. I think I've mentioned this to Alex in the past, that um, there's two cities with the same name right on either side of an international border, um, and uh, which which essentially means that that uh, Alex is an international poet, and he regularly is involved with poetry in two different countries uh, uh, on the same day, no doubt. So so that's pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, the number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. We're on uh, for the next thirty five minutes or so, so plenty of time for you to call in and read your poems. Six four six seven one six seven three six two. And again, this is kind of a new thing uh, I'm doing here um, just to create more or a different level of interactivity on on the show. If you're in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group, um, you can see that the most recent post is the one that promotes this reading, PSH Live August 2018 Worldwide Open Poetry Reading. And I'm starting to post there um, all the, the different things that are being spoken about on the air. So there's a, a record of, of clickable links and things um see so you, you can you know if, if 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 i'm able to tag someone who's reading i will so you can click over and connect with them uh, uh in the case of you know alex just mentioned this reading that happens in salt saint marie um at the bayless library that's the latest link i just posted and it's so it's not just something that you can look at um you can also comment and respond to what people are saying and I, i'd be happy to read your comments on the air um <clears throat> if uh, i guess if they're nice i probably won't read not nice comments um, and it's all right there available to you. Just another way to interact with this show and with each each other. Um, all right. Again, the number is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 601 area code. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my name cool. is James Dennis Casey IV. Uh, you've probably seen me on your page a few times. I have, but, uh, yeah. And where are you calling yeah. from, James? I'm calling from up in Illinois. I'm Illinois, actually a southern that? boy in northern territory right now. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. uh, you must you must be in um uh, confused about what food to eat because you know there's so much heavy food to eat there, but it's not southern food. <laughs> uh, I try I, to get a good biscuit oh, in Chicago. It's tough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. What uh, what um, city are you near in uh, in Illinois? Uh, right now I'm in Newark. It's just it's a little uh, kind of a country town. It's about an hour outside of Chicago. Okay, all right. 
Well, uh, neat. What uh, what brings you uh, what brings you up um, up into from the south? Are you, are you permanently there in that part of town? Uh, yeah, I just moved here not too long ago, so I'm kind of figuring my way around and everything like that. But uh, I just I wanted to uh, read two poems real quick, if I could, from my new book that just came out. Um, well, if they're sh- if they're short, that'd be okay because I do have some other callers. So usually we typically allow one poem, but if they're not that long, that's that's fine. No, they're not. They're not very long. It won't take me but a but a minute. Okay, the first one's called "Old Posies Just Dogs." Baby's mouth resembled a black cat's fable, just as vile and half as smelly. I hear the singer singing underneath the rain. The revolution should be televised. Next note on the chord, she couldn't go to sleep, nor could I, as we remembered the dead bats. Different gangs, punk rods and pink elephants, but we loved each other. Both sentient beings, just old posies, just dogs. And the second one's called Beef Jerky Pepper Packs. <laughs> the ringing in your ears after the force and fall, stripping gears in between. A big skull head shifter knob on the end of a rat fink cock. Beef jerky pepper packs flying all around. Some things last forever. This is a wild world. Emptying the ashtray, looking at the trash. We're all in this together. Starting something new and leaving just as fast. Blasting in our rocket high above the world. Out into the stars. Driving off the end of the Milky Way. And that's the end of those two. That's great, James. Those were uh, those were uh, 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 nice bite-sized poems that fit into the the length of some of the longer poems, uh, the single poems that get read on here. Well done. What's the name of your book that you're reading from? It's the, my new book's called Owls and Hot Rods with Pink Elephants and Dead Bats. <laughs> That's an awesome title. Owls and <laughs> Hot you. Rods. Yeah, uh, the two don't uh, don't uh, don't commingle that much, owls and hot rods. But it's time that they do. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a book about uh, two serial killers that just so happen to be owls that are in greaser hot rod gangs, and they go around killing bats. <laughs> so it's a pretty I, wild ride. I'd always knew that the owls are not as they seem, you know, and uh, and I th- I think you're you're keying into that uh, uh, the secret identity and activities of them. That's what a cool concept. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Do you uh do you in uh, do you get into Chicago much, or is there any any poetry happening in the Newark area that you that you show up to? Um, there's not much happening happening right here in Newark, but I know that they have the Fox Poetry Box. Not too far from here in St. Charles, actually. And, okay. Um, so, and then there's a few poets that I know up in Rockford too that live in Chicago. I mean, uh, Illinois. So, there's a little bit going on, you know. But I just moved here. I'm sure I'll get into some more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be your goal, I think. Um, uh, by the way. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, well, great. I just posted a link to the Fox Poetry Box um, Facebook group um, in the uh, in the as a comment to the post uh, promoting this reading, as well as to uh, two of your books, Owls and Hot Rods with Pink Elephants and Dead Bats, and then an earlier one, Tinfoil Hats and Hatticle Coins. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, and for the people that don't know what a Hatticle Coin is, uh, down south, uh, Back in the day, they used to have passed those out for 
going up to the pharmacy and getting a product called Hatacol. It was basically just a little bottle of alcohol that you would, it was like a cure-all snake oil potion that people would get coins for, and you could go turn them in at the pharmacy and, and get your bottle. <laughs> wow, now to get bottles, we have to pay cash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's cool. That's uh, that's a word I did not know, and I'm excited to I'm excited to know it. Um, uh, well, uh, James, if people want to keep in touch with you or hear more from you, I, I know you post a bunch in in the uh, in the Facebook group. Is there any? Uh, do you got a website link or anything? Or uh, I have I have a WordPress site called Drunk on Metaphors. It's uh, it's under Cajun Poet James, and uh, I post there quite a bit. I try to at least post two a day. Cool. Is it uh, is it uh, um, drunk on? Oh, it's Cajun James at WordPress.com. I see it now. Okay, cool. I'm going to post a link to that right now, in case anyone wants to uh, wants to connect with you. And um, um, ooh, there's a picture of you there. Nice, uh, nice beret. Uh, cap. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, James, nice to nice to hear your voice after seeing you post so um, post in in the group. And I hope you call in again. All right, most definitely. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah, likewise. All right, um, take it easy. That was uh, that was uh, Cajun James, uh, 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 Colin from uh, Newark, Illinois. I'm out an uh, hour outside of Chicago, a Southern boy, um, as you can tell, I guess by uh, by well because he said so, but also because he calls himself Cajun poet James, um, uh, which which is cool. I just uh, speaking of Cajun, uh, just the other night here in L.A. Um, I saw uh, with my wife, we went down to the Regent Theater in downtown L.A., and we saw the Rebirth Brass Band, uh, which is a band uh, that has a a weekly residency in New Orleans at the Maple Leaf Bar. And they're a a classic New Orleans brass band. It's it's just horns and drums, and that's it, Um, and vocals, I guess, of course, too. Um, and and people really digging it. There was like a it was like a local New Orleans crowd inside this downtown LA theater, and people were second second lining it uh, um, all over the theater. With with um, if you ever watched any videos of second line parades or <clears throat> jazz funerals for that matter, you know the 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 unique walk that they do with those umbrellas that was going on. It was really cool. So Cajun poet James uh, just made me think of that. Because uh, of because of his because uh, of Cajun in his name, there you go. All right, well, the number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. We've just we're just past the half hour mark of the show, so before we get to our next uh, callers, um, as we try to do on at the half hour mark of the show, I like to play a spoken word track. Um, I received a few spoken word tracks from uh, Jerry Garcia recently, um, uh, and he uh, and we played one last month, and so here's one uh, that we didn't play. Last month, this is his poem, O Montana de Oro, by uh, Jerry Garcia. O Montana de Oro, your orange slate juts to salute the Pacific. A young woman, stiff as a naval lieutenant, faces teeled waves, breathing seaweed-scented foam. No photograph could explain the day's state of mind. Children rack firewood. Hikers rest against your weedy bluff. 
she cleanses herself with salt water, balances bare feet on broken rocks with ballerina poise. Setting song competes with your amber cleats. The beach empties of tourists. Even pelicans seek shelter. Removing her green knit sweater, exposing bone white breasts to briny cold. Stretching her lanky body to the sea like a dare. The uncredited female commits adultery with shells and sand crabs on the stained shore of your golden California. That was so cool. That was uh, the spoken word track, O Montana de Oro, um, written by Jerry Garcia and produced by Jerry Garcia. Um, and this is the first time I've, I've seen this done with a spoken word track that someone has submitted. He's not the one who read it. And I, I didn't realize this uh, uh, when I, I just clicked play, uh, before I clicked play, because I, I happen to know Jerry. He's a, he's a Southern California poet um, and uh, seen him at a bunch of readings and, and, and stuff, and um, that's not his voice. And so I had to look back at the email that he sent with, um, with the tracks that he sent in, and, uh, and he, he chose um, a narrator for, for that poem. Pierre Lind- Lindaro, or Lindaro read that poem uh, mixed with the, uh, the piano music in the back and the, uh, the sounds of the ocean and the birds uh, in the background. Um, so cool. Um, how, how brave to uh, put your poem in the hands of someone else to actually speak. What an interesting exercise that is. Uh, and and it's kind of, it kind of makes me want to try it. I, I know I've been at readings before where I've had the where, – where I used to host a reading every week here in L.A. for almost 21 years at a place called the Cobalt Cafe, which uh, sadly closed at the end of 2014. Uh, but occasionally someone would get up during the open mic and read one of my poems – and it was such an odd experience, um, you know, hearing the poem and hearing the way that that person read it, the way that they chose to intonate it and where they put pauses and things like that, um, which were not necessarily in every case where, where I uh, intended pauses or, or intonations to, to be. And it's a really interesting education about your own poetry, about how other people receive it. So I kind of wonder, I don't know if Jerry's listening, but like in, in giving this poem over to uh, Pierre to read, if, if Jerry provided any direction or if he just gave the text and then accepted what, uh, what, uh, what Pierre gave back. But um, that was so cool. That was our spoken word track for, for this month. Um, o Montana de Oro by uh, Jerry Garcia, narrated by, um, uh, by um, Pierre Lindaro. So we um, we try to play a spoken word track every month on the show at roughly the half hour mark. And so this is your invitation to submit MP3s to me of your poetry. Uh, send it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and I'll, con- I'll listen to it and consider playing it here on a future uh, show. So uh, just a couple tips on that. If you've listened to the show on a regular basis, you've heard me say this stuff ad, no- ad nauseum, but here it is again for those of you who haven't. Um, a, a spoken word track uh, for me to want to play it 
on this show is different from just a straight reading of the poem. I love straight readings of poems, and that's what this show is all about, and you're invited to call in and read those poems live if you just want to do a straight reading of the poem. So what makes it a spoken word track? Well, just like the example that you heard, um, there's there's extra audio elements added to it, uh, sound effects, maybe music. Um, um, in this uh, particular case that you heard, there was both sound effects and music. Um, and the other element which I would accept to consider it to uh, to be something that I would want to play um, beyond just a reading is if it's a live audience recording. That is, it's a live recording of you reading in front of an audience where the sounds, the reactions of the audience, the applause, the laughter, the however they're audibly reacting be becomes that extra element uh, that uh, that makes it something different from just a straight straight reading. So there you go. That is uh, that's the spoken word track. Uh, if, you, if you got something, uh, feel free to send me your spoken word track. Um, it doesn't have to be so slickly produced like Jerry's was, but um, uh, it could be anything. I mean, if you listen back to to past shows, you'll hear all kinds of different uh, things that we played in this spot. Um, there you go. Email the MP3s to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com, and I'll take a listen. All right, back to our uh, callers. The number for you to call in if you would like to is area code 646-716-7362. Friendly reminder uh, that uh, you can feel free to get interactive with the show and with each other as comments to the posting about this show on um, um, in, in our Facebook group. Um, I'm posting links to uh, the people who've called in, to people's websites, to their books, to that kind of thing, and, and you should feel free to post comments or reactions to poems and, and kudos, etc. Uh, post your applause, as it were. Um, all right, moving on. Um, our next caller is, uh, let's see, from a blocked number. Hello, blocked number. Hello, Rick. Michael, Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, Michael, how are you? Well, uh, how I came about my selection for today was earlier this week, someone brought up Sundress Publications. You probably are familiar with Sundress Publications. Yes. Okay, and they have one of their projects or is Steering, S-T-I-R-R-I-N-G, a literary collection. So if anyone wants to follow along with this, it's online, Steering, a literary collection. This is from August. I had forgotten about it. This is from August of 2003. So that's, if my math is correct, that's 15 years ago. I consider it one of my strongest publications, single poem. I don't have a book, but I consider it one of my strongest single publication publication credit. Publication credit. Okay, and also another reason I want to read is it's about August. So here we are at the August reading. So it's called, it's from um, August 2003, Focus, the August Stars at 90 degrees. It's in sections arranged by degrees at 90 degrees. False that the stars only come out at night. Observe that even on the sunniest days you think will never end, you are always surrounded by the entire entourage. Like those angels there on your pinhead at 69 degrees. Beauty Beauty is skin deep, not skin tight. Stars aren't stingy and conservative. They aren't prodigal or lacking the core courage of convince, of, convic, of convention of convention conviction. The core courage of conviction. Fireflies from the inside out. 
have you ever met an ugly star? Venus and Jimmy Durante, too. At 111 degrees. At 111 degrees. Dog days, but they aren't doggerel. The strongest hounds of the season, Sir Sirius, leads the stellar pack for celestial conjunction with the day star. Then these canines of first magnitude without pedigree keep the dark lit year-round. Even in outer space, dog is man's best friend. So why do astronauts bring along a monkey? At 180 degrees. Not only is there a Milky Way, but if we follow starlight, we soon discover biblical passages appeared in the night sky long before scripture, parable in starlight. It's good vision to see stars, to have them in your eyes. It's even all right to be one. Don't hide your light. The stars waste no time waiting to be told. Neither did the Magi. Why should you? And finally, we have reached 360 degrees. Seizing the day, I skinny dip in a lake far from city light. After orbiting, after orbiting the moon, I butterfly over to a constellation and find my place in the sun, settled in among the stars. Icarus just flew at the wrong time of day. Michael, thank you so much. That was uh, that was lovely to hear a longer form poem from you, and uh, and uh, and, a, and a nice shout out to Stirring Lit Magazine, which is one of the uh, one of the older lit magazines that's been uh, one of the oldest internet magazines, uh, poetry magazines, I should say. It was the first magazine of Sundress Publications, um, and of course, they're the folks uh, Sundress who do the Best of the Net um, awards every year and they've got a whole slew of magazines under the sundress uh, portfolio so it's uh, it's nice to, to hear some work uh from you um that that they put up and it's it was a great piece really interesting loved it well thank you okay i know you have other callers i'm glad that this, that all came about serendipitously i didn't know what i was going to read uh, as i mentioned earlier it came up and i thought you know i have an appointment there Wow, that's been 15 years ago. Need to pull it up and celebrate it. Thanks for providing that opportunity today for me to share it as part of the program for August 2018. Have a good month to see. You. I hope we talk to you or listen to you next. Uh, when is the September show? Uh, the September show will be September 9th. September 9th. Great. All right, Michael. Thanks until so much next, for calling until in. Until next time, take care. Take care. That was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, uh, a, uh, a repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway Live, uh, reading an old poem uh, that appears online at Stirring. Stirring is one of the, the earliest publications that I had a poem in um, quite some time ago. I've been in it two or three times, I think, over the years, maybe two times. I don't remember. Um, and and they're the folks, again, who who who, uh, who, who put together the, the Best of the Net Awards. Not stirring, I should say, but their parent, their umbrella um, organization, sundress.net. And so uh, thanks to everything that Sundress uh, does and uh, Aaron Elizabeth Smith, who orchestrates all of that and has for years and years and years on the net, um, there's a ton of different 
uh, web magazines under their under their umbrella that you can check out with different sensibilities, edited by different people, um, all kind of banding together to to make a a bigger um, and um, a, a bigger presence, a bigger and consistent presence and voice for poetry on the net. And, and surely uh, the, the best of the net. Um, awards has has become something that everyone knows about and uh, um, is is uh, proud of when when they find that they they've been nominated for a best of the net award. It's kind of become a situation like a like a pushcart prize award. Uh, we you know uh, no one wins actually wins pushcart prizes. Well, someone does of course, uh, but it's a pretty nice feather in your cap to be nominated for one. And and I think my my perspective. Uh, on the uh, best of the net awards is that just being nominated for one is actually pretty cool. Um, so um, it it sort of has that status level. So so very exciting. Uh, uh, if if well if you're a person who's been nominated, I should say I guess it's excited for you. Um, so all right, Michael, thanks so much for calling in. <clears throat> the number to call in. We've got about ten minutes or so left in the show. I've got one caller on the line. So I know I've got um, the opportunity uh, for, for, for two or three more poets to read. So if you'd like to call in, now's a great chance. It won't be too long before we get to, get to you. Uh, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. And our next caller is from the 201 area code. Hello. Hi, Rick. This is Gia from New Jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to uh, to to talk with you. Uh, where where in New Jersey are you from? I'm in Lyndhurst, New Jersey. Um, Lyndhurst. So so right in the shadow of New York City, about fifteen twenty minutes outside of New York City. Um, God, got it. Local, so they're, they're, yeah. they're constantly spitting on you from the tall buildings across the river. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but uh, obviously. It being New Jersey and this particular area of New Jersey, we have a very healthy um, poetry history and and poetry community um, right uh, next door in the town of Rutherford, obviously being where William Carlos Williams uh, was born and raised and and did his practice. Uh, We have the Red Wheelbarrow poet, uh, who I am... uh, occasionally at their open mic, which is at the Williams Center in in Rutherford. Um, and I actually have a couple of poems in their uh, yearly anthology this year as as well as uh, last year's anthologies. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just I'm uh, I'm posting links to these various things as you say them in case anyone uh, wants to uh, wants to check them out. It sounds like you you can involve yourself in poetry without ever heading into Manhattan. Oh yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I do, you know, I, I, occasionally there's, there's some really amazing open mics and, and even elsewhere in New Jersey, uh, Newark has a really amazing, uh, Ikea poetry scene <laughs> and Ikea. Yes, they have a really nice <laughs> Ikea. Um, uh, and, uh, as well as, um, Jersey city has, has a, a big, has their own slam, group and everything and I'm kind of like an open mic rogue like I don't I don't right. feel that like I have a specific affiliation I kind of you know just bounce around and find you know go into wearing, di- wearing disguises and mustaches yeah. and things so that mustaches, no one, you know, hat. 
Groucho Marx. No one assumes commitment before. or anything like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I love absolutely. to make I, – I don't think there's any state I love to make fun of more than – New Jersey, um, and I feel fully confident doing that because I was born in New Jersey. Yeah, um, so, you're allowed you know, I have, to if you were born right. here. Um, <laughs> so I remember I, I hadn't been actually in yeah, – I was one when I left, so I, I really don't have a solid you know connection mm. to it. But I remember the first time I ever was in the state of New Jersey outside of the Newark airport where we were visiting a family in Philadelphia, the first Thanksgiving I spent in Philadelphia – my wife and her family, and we, um, the, all the cousins, we got in a car uh, to go somewhere, and we accidentally went over a bridge and found ourselves in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just, it just felt happened. like, oh, 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 no, what have we done? Is, is there, you know, and then we learned that that was free, but to go back over, to leave New Jersey, it cost money. Yeah, yeah. You got to pay to get out. That's how they get you. That's, I was gotten. <laughs> Um, you know, and not even as a, as a, as a, you know, a native son, did they, did they give me a pass? It was, you know, Nope. you went out of Jersey. Oh, and then the other thing, I'm going to let you read your poem in a second. I have one other New Jersey story. I have to tell you on my first trip Mm -hmm. to New York city, um, I was wandered around by myself, um, and, and saw stuff and, and, um, I wrote a little book of poetry called up Liberty skirt. This is 15, 20 years ago at this point. Um, and one of the things I did was visit the Statue of Liberty, or maybe it was Ellis, I- sorry, Ellis Island. I went to Ellis Island. Okay. Um, and um, uh, and and they had pizza there. I was hungry, and I you know I wanted a really good slice of New York pizza, and so I was just kind of wondering like if the pizza they had at the Ellis Island cafeteria was really good New York pizza. So I I asked, you know, is this really good authentic New York pizza? And the woman had sort of this look of disdain and hatred on her face. And she said, I don't know. We're in New Jersey. <laughs> yep. Both Ellis Island and Liberty Island are technically in Jersey city. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I learned my lesson. Basically I learned a lot of lessons that day. So Gia, um, um, do you have a poem to read for us? I absolutely do. I actually have a poem uh, that I wrote based on a prompt by from our mutual friend, Brendan Constantine, to give him a quick shout-out. Um, I, I like that. So, so I think he was intending this to be a lot lighter kind of prompt, but I made it sad and mournful, as I often do. So this is Poem of the Astronaut. On the way out, I was scared. No one to wave goodbye at the gate. No one I knew. Though there were others, we traveled alone, at arm's length always, through miles upon miles of our suits. Our eyes float goldfish inside of each dome isolated. The flight attendant was nothing but a screen giving options for in-flight movies. I requested instead a bedtime story, Good Night Moon. There is only ever night there, a curtain of black surrounding it always. When we arrived, the others stepped out, opened their suitcases, dumped the contents into the gray sand of the surface, out tumbled frame family photos, their glasses and coats, 
their shoes. Some of them seemed to have packed only trash. And out came banana peels and coffee filters, the whole mess of terrestrial life. I stood and I cried and I cried at the edge of what they said was a sea, but was only a hole in space, just another hole in space. On the way back, we were held at customs. The others lifted their empty luggage and shrugged as they passed. I was the only one stopped as the officer asked, do you have anything to declare? I said, yes. She wanted to know if the sea remembers her and asked that I bring it this. I turned out the rock from my pocket, held it out in my hand. Does it know it will never go home? Thank you very much for having me, Rick. Gia, can we agree that that you're going to call in every month and read a poem on this show? <laughs> can we just set that in stone right now? I can right probably now? make that happen. I can probably make that happen. I can you know, I, check my schedule and see. <laughs> please, and and if there's a conflict, please you know list this as the priority. I I really enjoy your your reading. I think you know I I commented the first time you posted audio links in the Poetry Superhighway group. Um, uh, how much I enjoyed it. You just have a really intoxicating reading style, and and but Thank besides you. the fact that the, the writing is is awesome, and um, I love the idea of you know the the question: Do you have anything to declare? Because my mind immediately, you know, like how would I answer that question? Yes, I have a whole lot to declare, to you, right? <laughs> you know, and it's so how much declare, yeah. how much time you got? So I mean, that's <laughs> that's my sensibility. So I thank you. That was that was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Um, and you can point anybody else towards that uh, my SoundCloud, or they can just Google Gia Grillo and find all of my various uh, nonsense on the Internet. <laughs> Good. Um, I know that I personally spend a lot of time looking for nonsense uh, on the Internet, so um, <laughs> that's going to help me out quite a bit. Um, cool. Would you- Gia, thank you so much for um, for for calling in. It was great to uh, to e meet you and hear your poem and your yes. voice. And I and, and I look forward to the ongoing monthly commitment that you've just made. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a great day. <laughs> All right. You too. Take it right. easy. Bye bye. That was uh, that was uh, uh, Gia calling from uh, Lyndhurst, New Jersey. Um, uh, uh, the, the motherland, as I like to call it. Uh, our final caller here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Sorry to anyone on the line we didn't get a chance uh, to, to get to, but uh, we've only got two minutes left, and it's time to close up shop here on the show. I just posted a link to Gia's SoundCloud uh, in the um, in the comments uh, on the post about this show. It's also a recent post uh, that she just made uh, in the uh, in the Poetry Superhighway group. So there you go. Um, thanks to everyone for calling in. Thanks for to Anne from Poughkeepsie, Martina from Oxnard, California, Alex from Salt St. Marie, Canada, James uh, from Newark, not New Jersey, but Illinois. Um, thanks to Jerry Garcia for the spoken word track. Thanks to Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, and thanks to Gia from Lynnhurst, New Jersey, for calling in and making this a full um, and awesome show of poetry. Our next show, as mentioned, will be uh, Sunday, September 9th at 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. That's 5 to 6 p.m. 
uh, Eastern time. And for the rest of uh, you folks, you'll have to do your own time zone math because uh, I'm just not that fast at it. Um, there you go. Uh, please consider entering our contest. Uh, the deadline to do so is September 22nd. You can find out all the details about the Poetry Superhighway contest on our website, poetrysuperhighway.com. It's a dollar per poem to enter the contest. Um, you can enter as many poems as you want, and um, uh, all of those poems will be read blindly by our judges and um, who will score them, and you might win. And if you win, uh, uh, the first place winner gets 50% of all the entry fees, second place gets 30%, third place gets 20%, and every single person will get a prize of interest to poets just for entering. So uh, go to our website. I just posted a link to it as a comment to this, uh, to this event in the Poetry Superhighway group. Um, and if you just go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, you'll, you'll see all the info about it. Um, hope to talk to you again. Well, I will talk to you again on September 9th. I hope that you call in again then. Have a good rest of your day, everyone. Happy poetry. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.